Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Let's Do Life. I'm your host, Autumn Calabrese. And today, you guys, we are talking about our body. We're talking about our power source. Most importantly, we're talking about um, our connective tissue and just how important that is. That might sound like a crazy topic to you guys. So let me just tell you a little story and why I have on the guest that I have on today. And I'll get to her in just a second. So I've been a dancer what seems like my whole life. I started dancing when I was 13 years old. Um, I've had many injuries throughout my life. I had my first massage, my first actual like deep tissue massage when I was 19 years old. I had already been competing for several years. I think I was my second year of college as a dance major and my body just hurt. And I remember getting on the massage table and this woman working on my back and she had like the strongest hands ever and just thinking, oh my gosh, this is the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And this is the best thing I've ever experienced. I had so many knots and just so much was tight in my body. And as she worked on it, not only was I feeling my body release, I was feeling emotions release, which was very weird to me. Again, I was only 19 years old. It was the first massage I ever had. I hadn't learned all that I've learned now. So fast forward several years and... um here I am working with Beachbody and I was creating, I want to say I was creating hammer and chisel. I believe that's when I started working with the body whisperer herself, the Miss Lauren Roxborough, who's jo- joining me today. She was recommended to me by a therapist that I was seeing. And by therapist, I mean an actual like emotional therapist. Like I was going through a lot and I was working with the therapist and the therapist said, I was telling her how much my body hurt again from how much working out I was doing because when I develop a workout program, it's not just do a workout and go about my day. I'm in the gym for hours on end, testing moves, putting moves together, deciding if these two moves work together and then does this work together. So so it's a lot on my body when I create a program. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. And I was just wrecked head to toe and I was dealing with some stuff pretty bad emotionally as well. And she said, I think you need to see a friend of mine. I think you need to go see Lauren. She's going to really help you. You're holding a lot of emotion in your body. And and I, I talk about this with Lauren. Lauren and I will jump into this. But um, you guys, I used to be really great at holding my emotions in. In fact, I prided myself on holding my emotions in and never letting them out and never letting anybody see me be quote unquote weak. Uh, I was always going to be strong. Nobody was going to see me cry. I'm not glass. I won't break. Doesn't matter what you do to me. These are the things that I would say. And like when I say I would say them, I wouldn't just say them to myself. I would say them out loud. And so I go in to see Lauren. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I, I was told she's a structural integration therapist. I had no idea what that meant, even though I'm in the, the field of fitness and wellness. And uh, so my first question to Lauren was like, what do you do exactly? And she said, it's a form of massage, but it, I really work with the connective tissue in your body. 
And I said, okay. And she said, it's actually a 10 series process. We're going to start with your feet. We'll work our way up session by session. And each part of your body tends to hold different emotions. And I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I'm not going to lie. I was like a little skeptical. I was like, okay, whatever emotion. Like I've been working out like crazy. Just release the tension in my muscles. And uh, so I get on the table and she starts working on my feet. And when she starts working on my feet, she warns me and she says, the feet tend to be incredibly sensitive and painful. And the feet a lot of times represent family and we hold a lot of emotion with our family in our feet. Now, I had been through a lot with my family, different members of my family. I I was just going through it. And uh, again, I'm laying there on the table and in my mind, I'm like, thinking whatever. And I'm, you know, just talking to her smiling and she starts working on my feet and it was, it was incredibly painful. It was, it was very painful. Not so painful that, um, that I was, you know, going to cry or anything like that, but it was painful. And yet I found myself on her table sobbing, not like a tear running down my face, you guys. I mean, like (laughs) sobbing. And I was like laughing at the same time. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't know why I'm crying. And I said, it doesn't hurt that bad. And she's like, I told you, you hold a lot of of emotion in in our feet. Like that has to do with family. And she started asking me questions and I started talking about it. So basically I was getting like physical therapy and emotional therapy all in one session. And I cannot even tell you that one session has led to me working with Lauren for five years. She's helped me through so many different issues with my body because again, I haven't stopped creating workout programs since Hammer and Chisel. There have been many more and there's still been emotions and trauma in my life since then. So she has been a true blessing. She has out a new book. It's called The Power Source. And we're going to talk to Lauren right now more about our connective tissue, our body, how it's all connected, why we hold things in our connective tissue, what we can do to release it. And we're going to talk about these five power sources. So you guys, please welcome to the show, the body whisperer, Lauren Roxborough. Okay, welcome to the Let's Do Life podcast, Miss Lauren Roxborough. I'm so excited that you are here. Yay. You mentioned, you know, you and I have worked together for a long time. You have brought me much relief (laughs) over the years. She is the body whisperer, you guys. Um, I have been through so much with my body being the athlete that I am and the dancer that I am and the imbalances that I have. So we're going to talk about her book. Perfect. Love it. Loved reading it. I'm like, I constantly go back to it now. I'm like, what do I need? What do I need? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about it because this is actually your second book. So the book is called The Power Source. Yes, it is. I actually have a copy so you guys can see. <laughs> and it's all about five power sources in our body. So what, well, first of all, actually, let me back up because I'm okay. like, you can, so I'm so excited to talk about the book, <laughs> but, um, Let's explain to everybody a little bit more what a structural integration therapist is or does. Because every time I talk about it, people are like, but what What is is that? (laughs) Okay, so structural integration is the thing that I'm board certified in. And there's only about two to 3,000 people in the world that are trained in the work. And it's because it takes about two years, it's a two-year program. And it was developed by a woman named Ida Rolfe. 
and Ida Rolf was a rocket science scientist in the 1960s and she was pretty innovative and in her studying the human body and gravity she discovered or she was one of the first people to discover connective tissue otherwise known as fascia and what she found was fascia was has such an impact on overall human health you know alignment has a lot to do with our personality our posture influences our personality and how energy affects all of those things as well through because what's in the connective tissue and I'll just quickly explain that for people that don't know what it yeah. is we've been talking about it for ages but just for people that don't know in a nutshell fascia connective tissue is this incredible living tapestry that wraps around the entire body like a full body wetsuit it's right underneath the skin and it's above the muscle and it encases each individual muscle as well. And it also wraps around all of your organs. It's basically the glue that holds us together. And within that gorgeous matrix, there's also our meridians. So our energy lies in our fascia. You know, if you're familiar with acupuncture or Chinese medicine, qi is in our connective tissue, our fascia. Also our white, um, um, excuse me, our lymph nodes. So our white blood cells when we're dealing with immunity really important. Our lymph nodes are inside of our fascia, our connective tissue, and also our nerves. So science is now calling our fascial system our sensory organ. And what mm. that means is it's where we feel everything. And then that's what sends the message to the brain. It doesn't start in the brain. It starts in the tissue. So a lot of times I say trauma lives in the tissue and truth lives in the tissue because we can feel our intuitive sensory connections to our inner wisdom of ourselves through our tissues, our connective tissue. So if someone has had an accident, let's say someone gets in a car accident, they go into shock and they haven't processed that trauma. It could lock inside of their body and in their tissue or could be sexual abuse, any kind of abuse, getting hit by someone and you didn't sort of somatically release that energy. That's energy in motion is emotion. So essentially what you're doing when you're working with your fascia or your connective tissue, any kind of breath work, stretching, body work, rolling, body rolling, um, bouncing gently, even meditation can really help. And when we work with our fascia, we're also tapping into what's called, there's two different states of the nervous system. I know we've talked about this a lot, yep. but basically we're dealing with, um, you know, either being in the fight or flight state, which is the sympathetic state. And then we also have the parasympathetic state, which is about rest, digest, and heal. And I always explain it like, the first one is the yang, right? That's the doing, the pushing through and the control, which we need. That's the masculine energy we need in life, but we don't want to be dominated by that, that because that throws us out of balance. So going into the parasympathetic state is the yin energy of presence, of connection, of nurturing, of surrender and allowing. So, you know, sort of like we need both. We need force. We need flow. We need yeah. the yang and we need the yin. So it's a really important system in the body. It's so important. And, and I talk about self-care so much, especially because obviously like I love exercising and like for me, I actually love pushing hard. Like that feels really yeah. good in my body, but I need the opposite side of it as well. I need the release and I live very much in my dominant male energy a lot of the time. And so over the years, I've really had to focus on coming into that parasympathetic because so many things can build up. And I'm going to share two quick stories so people really understand the importance of this. When I first met Lauren, it was a several years ago, I had been working on, I want to say, oh God, I want to say it was somewhere between hammer and chisel and country heat. I don't exactly remember which program, but I was a mess. Like my 
back was a mess. My body, everything hurt. Like just my whole body hurt. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to keep going. And in addition to that, I also had this little mantra that I would always say, which was that, um, I'm too busy to have the breakdown I deserve. And I bury my feelings like Jimmy Hoffa, you're never going to find them. And let me tell you, we found them. <laughs> we found them in about five seconds when, when I got on her table and she told me what she was going to do. And she came highly recommended from a friend of mine. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to be like a massage. And she's going to like massage me. How bad is that going to be? She started working on my feet, the connective tissue in my feet. And she warned me and she said, you know, a lot of family stuff is held in your feet. It's grounding, it's earth. And within minutes of her working on my feet, I was sobbing on her table like an idiot. Like I felt so stupid, but it wasn't pain. Like, yes, it was uncomfortable, like the massage in my feet because we were getting in there, but that wasn't it. It was an uncontrollable release. Yes. And I cried the entire session. And I just laughed and cried at the same time because I was like, I really don't know why I'm crying. And you're like, I do. (laughs) So when she talks about holding stuff in this connective tissue, we don't realize all the emotions. But I've been through a lot with my family and I was holding so much there. And then there was another time a few years ago. And you guys, it was right before I went into filming for 80 Day Obsession. I had been working so hard on this program. I was dealing with so much. And at the time, I went through a really bad breakup in the midst of all of it. And I did what I always do. I shoved it down deep because I didn't have time to process the emotions that I was feeling. And two days before we were supposed to leave for Summit, I woke up and couldn't walk. And it was a pain I hadn't felt since I was a child. And when I say I couldn't walk, I'm not talking about like I had a limp. I'm talking about excruciating, debilitating, uncontrollable, crying, pain, knives in my hip. And I had called Lauren and she came over to my house, thank God. And she worked on me for two hours and told me she had never seen me like that. And I had to fly to New Orleans. And in between every event in New Orleans, I was going to an acupuncturist. And this acupuncturist put needles in my lower back and in my hip. And when she did it, the same thing happened. I started sobbing uncontrollably on her table. The needles didn't hurt. I was not in any pain. I was releasing every bit of tension in my pelvis because that's where I was holding it. I was holding it all in my hip and my pelvis. Mm-hmm. And it was just releasing and I was crying and crying and crying. And guess what? I got off that table and I got through the rest of summit. <gasps> I was, and, and then a week later we went into filming 80 day obsession and I filmed for 13 weeks straight with not an issue in sight. You were incredible. I know it was amazing how your body could release it without even really, you know, talking about it in the mind. So yeah. powerful. it was, but it was, it just speaks so much to, we don't realize how much our bodies do subconsciously. So let's talk about the power source. So you're talking about five different power sources. You start with the pelvic floor. So why the pelvic floor? Why was that the first one you start with? Well, I think going just one thing I want to say about your beautiful story is, you know, I think the idea of kind of reframing pain and how pain is really a message. We don't want to stuff that down. We don't want to take too many prescription medications for that or numb that pain because it's your body's way of really communicating what's going on. And maybe the pain in the body is not exactly where the issue is coming from. That's why we always work with the feet and all of that stuff. So I think reframing the idea of pain as sort of an awakening in a way 
And I think, you know, that's why I wrote the book because I started seeing these patterns, you know, by working on people's bodies over the last 20 years, I started seeing these patterns of where these five areas where people were really stagnant energetically, but also physically, it felt like this hard, thick density. So when your fascia gets bundled up, like if you picture like a knot in your shoulders, you know, basically that's like what they call a scar tissue knot. What that means is that connective tissue should be like a webbing. And essentially, they, it, all the tissue glues down and kind of adheres to whatever it is, emotional stress, a sense of clutching and bearing down a white knuckling energy, or it could be an actual injury or something that happened. And so what happens, though, is that tissue doesn't get the oxygenated blood. It doesn't get the nutrients. It doesn't get the circulation and blood flow. The lymph isn't flushing through. It becomes thicker, wider, and heavier. So that's why every time we roll or we breathe or we stretch – when we're working with our tissues, we're feeling the sense of lightness and openness. So when I was, you know, working with people over the last 20 years, I kept seeing this, I like to call it, I know you've heard me say this, but it's like plaque. It feels like buildup, like almost like, you know, you brush your teeth every day, we exfoliate our face every day, we floss. It's like our tissues need that too, in order to really be healthy. So it's not just what we eat or what we think or what we believe or our belief systems, but it's how our system is circulating too, to get that energy through and not get stuck and stagnant. So the five centers were, I started with the pelvic floor because really the pelvic floor is essentially, you know, in ancient wisdoms, they call it the root chakra. And that's really the you know, the foundation of our bodies, it's the bodies, but it's also the energy, it's our roots. And that's really connected to the feet as well. So a lot of stuff going on in the pelvic floor will show up in the feet and the ankles and the knees and the inner thighs. And the pelvic floor also has a lot to do with survival instincts. So in a time like that we're living through right now in 2020, it's definitely an area where a lot of people are holding energy and being stuck. So there's a lot more lower back pain coming up and showing up for people. They're worried about, you know, paying their bills they're worried about protecting their family and like just those primitive things like having a roof over your head and all of those things to make sure your family is fed and secure it's security. So what, you know, when people start talking about that and we're working with that area and I, you know, we use the body sphere in the book to help release that area and just having that awareness and learning how to breathe and connect to that part of our body really awakens the sort of, I call it awakens a superpower. So I used to think of these areas as like stress containers, which I know you've heard me say, but now I think of them almost as power centers, or, you know, so that you can actually awaken and harness the energy that might have been stuck there. So we had the pelvic floor, then we had the guts, we have the guts and kind of the sacrum and lower back. And that's really about, you know, our relationships and pleasure and um, sensuality and connection. And um, that area can, we can almost get stuck in there if we're sort of stuck in like um, competitiveness and you know comparing ourselves to other people or jealousy and those kinds of things um, when that area gets congested too, people get bloated they have you know issues with digestion they have again lower back stuff shows up um, maybe they'll hold extra weight or fat in that area as well so when we talk when we're working with that area too, lower back pain can show up and also even like just a, a sense of not being able to connect to like your gut instincts or even like a true sense of hunger. So a lot of people will eat because they're just like bored or whatever, instead of eating because they really feel that sensation of hunger. And so let, also, let yeah, me ask another question. So so let's say um how would somebody identify like not everybody is totally in tune with their body. They're getting there, right? And I know you always say to me, like, I, I heal fast from the work because I'm in tune with my body. I've, you know, as a dancer and in the fitness industry, I'm very aware when you tell me release here, 
Yeah. It takes me a second, but I can do it. So if somebody's experiencing something, how do they know if their pelvic floor is too tight or if it's weak? Is there a way to identify that? Yes. Well, many women post, you know, post babies will feel incontinence, right? So they'll feel a sense of, again, it might hurt as they're having sex. They may have an inability to have an orgasm. So that's a disconnection to that area as well. And also lower back pain, inner thigh tightness, even, um, you know, when your feet are pronating, so your, you know, your arches are collapsing inward, that can be also a sign of pelvic floor issue as well. And again, like, you know, a lot of people don't realize that that's an area where we tend to just clutch and bear down and it's called hypertonic. So it becomes overly squeezing. And so it doesn't have that resilience of expansion. So it's kind of like what we were saying earlier, like the idea of having the ability to control, which is the clutching and bearing down the force. And then the expansion is the surrender. And I always explain the pelvic floor like a flower blooming. So, you know, thinking of that as well. So it takes a little bit of neuromuscular repatterning and reconnecting there are tools now you can buy, like actual um, um, wands that you can buy that tune you into that area as well, or even things with apps that will like kind of give you little vibrations down there and stuff. But just getting to know your body down there, it's such an important area. I know it's kind of like out there and it's not really woo-woo because we all have one. But yeah. um, I think also... <laughs> No, but it's, it's interesting. Like nobody's afraid to talk about the pelvic floor when you're talking about childbirth or yeah. or and like, okay, you're, you know, if you're, if your pelvic floor isn't strong, your baby might, you feel it more on your, when you're carrying the baby and you need that strong so you can push the baby out. But it's like the second the baby's out, or if you're not pregnant, it's like, Ooh, it's taboo. Don't talk about that. And you're like, yeah. it's just another muscle in the body that we should be very aware of because it's important. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because really what it is is a hammock of muscles and without the, that hammock, you know, your organs would just drop out of your body. So and it, I like to call it part of, I know I call it the pelvic core. Like essentially, if you're not connected to it, then you're not going to be connected to your core as well either and really activate like in your amazing workouts when people have that connection to being able to contract and expand, all of a sudden they have another set of connection to their core that actually can shrink their waist more as well. Right. So it's really but if powerful. They will, they're usually saying my neck hurts or I felt that ab exercise in my low back. And I'm like, Ooh, we're not connected. We're not, we're, we're trying. So we have, we have the pelvic floor and then we have the core, which you were talking about. And you gave some signs of like, if gassing gas and bloating and, and maybe they're retaining weight there, even though they're eating really healthy. Yeah. So I guess here's my question to that. Yeah. And this is a hard one. This is, okay. I, because there's so many, right? There's so many reasons yeah. that you could have gas, that you can have bloating, that you could be retaining weight there. And so it could be an issue with your power center, your core power center. could also be an issue with food. Is there anything that is more identifying that it, it could be an issue with your actual muscles compared to what you're eating? Or is it just like, let's take the holistic approach and make sure our food is right and make sure we're connected to our power sources and things like that so that yeah, you know, I think you and I both believe the same. It's, it's, it's an all encompassing, like you said, holistic way. And mm -hmm. I think that but this is like just taking all of those things to the next level and also kind of tuning in and seeing like, if you have any food issues, like, maybe there are certain things that do make you more bloated. And maybe there's things that actually like kind of take bloating down and then just massaging your belly, like before you go to bed at night is an amazing thing to do. Because when you go to sleep at night, you know, I always say like, I'm sure you're the same, try to eat a lighter meal, a lighter dinner. 
and then do some belly rolling before bed. And then again, you're dropping into that more calm state, but then your body's going to use the energy it would use to digest food to actually restore, rejuvenate, heal your body. So you will wake up with a flatter stomach when you roll it out before. And I also recommend rolling both the pelvic floor and the belly on the body sphere, which is, you know, we talk about that in the book. Um, we have to do that sometime on, you know, with your community. They would just love it. I know we yes, talked about do. doing that. It would be so fun. But anyway, I always recommend doing that before you're going to go and do a hardcore, like especially ab workout, because then you're going to, again, feel like that kind of excess layer, that thick and density is kind of shed away and then you're going to feel more awakened in your abdominals and like your waist and even the pelvic floor so it's a really powerful area to kind of nourish but also the other really interesting thing about the belly two things actually is it's the area where we have the most lymph nodes so there's a ton of lymphatic fluid in there so again just like we you know flush our lymph in other areas of our body or we dry brush the belly is the most important area and then also it's connected to the vagus nerve, which is the nerve that connects your gut to your brain, which is a very important area, again, for that, you know, they say our gut is our second brain. So all of those things. And then the psoas muscles, which I know you and I have worked with and gotten into your psoas a ton. And I'm <laughs> sure psoas are, they're going to be the death of me. My psoas <laughs> are so tight. Cool. I know. So just kind of getting to know your anatomy and kind of, be, I always want to just empower people with the information and the knowledge to be able to go, wow, my body is so miraculous. I just need to give it what it's desiring and it will thrive. So yeah. And you guys are so as if you don't know, because we are using some um, yes. medical, physical terms, yeah. scientific terms. It, there, it produces, it helps your body do hip flexion. So anytime you're lifting your knee up, pulling your knees in, your so as are working. And so many people will do a workout and they'll say, oh my God, my, my hip flexors are so tight. That's... Yeah. Your psoas are in there. They're there. That's what's tight. And it will, by the way, if they're tight, they will pull your lower back real fast. Oh yeah. Cause they're basically glued to the front of the spine. So they're behind the organs, two yeah. strong pillars. They also help with like having that proper posture, being upright, lifting your ribs off your hips. So when your psoas are actually working for you, they're going to give you more of that graceful, like more confident figure too. You guys, a lot of what, well, what we're talking about a lot of, and, and Lauren explains this in the book, and she's got so many great exercises and actual tools that you can order to help with this. You know, we talk about foam rolling. I tell you guys to foam roll all the time. I've got foam rolling videos um, with 80-day obsession because that is all that connective tissue. It's self-myofascial release. That's what it is. And it's, I, I love to do it before a workout and after a workout for all the reasons Lauren is saying. It preps our body for what we're about to do loosens everything up and it makes it feel really good before you start. And then doing it afterwards, it kind of flushes everything. It helps flush that lactic acid out so you're not as sore. So, so important. So important. Yeah, it's the yin to yang. That's why we do so well together, you and I. (laughs) I love it. We do have to do something. Yeah. What's our third power source? So we said our pelvic floor, we said our core, our the the bottom one the belly is like the deep core and then we have the upper core okay so the upper core is really we're talking about your diaphragm and your lungs such an important area for you know breathing deeply and efficiently and also bringing that awareness and that empowerment to understanding what is your diaphragm so the diaphragm is this amazing i know you know what it is but for people that don't and it's an area where we hold a lot of emotional energy too but 
and also in you know in the ancient traditions it's considered the you know um it's a chakra as well it's all about finding your personal power so it is like the ultimate power source but anyway the diaphragm muscle is really important muscle in the body it's responsible for how much oxygen we take out or take in our body and how much co2 we flush out so essentially it's a dome shaped muscle and every time you breathe in it pushes down into your organs it rings your organs out it expands your pelvic floor and then every time you exhale, it just gently comes up, and that's what actually pushes the air or the CO2 out of your lungs. So if your diaphragm is clogged and congested and has that plaque, like I was saying, that's kind of what I like to explain, like that buildup, congestion, then you're not going to be breathing as deep. That's going to make you feel more sluggish. It's going to slow down your metabolism. You know, they say that the way we breathe is the way we live. So as we know, breath is like the breath of life, right? So learning how to activate your diaphragm in a more efficient way and also learning how to open up your lungs and create more elasticity in the ribs and the intercostals and then breathing into the back of the body is so incredibly healing for the system and also great for posture and again, core connection. So, and I also find that one for me because again, I said, I am the first to admit I'm very much in the masculine and the control that, and I really have to, you're in your power. You're in your power. Yeah. But I also, when I'm, I'm too much in my power sometimes, I mean, we've seen every part of my body lock up and my <laughs> diaphragm will go in, and be really tight. And that's when my anxiety tends to be higher. I'm yeah. shallow breathing. I'm not taking deep breaths. And, and because it's that quick in and out, in and out, because I'm not really expanding and then contracting, yeah. I right. notice very quickly that I feel more anxious. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel very relaxed and I don't feel very calm. And when I stop and I do the techniques that you've showed me, I'm like, okay, oh, I can breathe. And yeah. like, I, cause I will physically feel like I can't take a deep breath. Yes, exactly. So that's the beauty is like, we have those things happen. All of us do. We ride the waves of life and we go through those stressful situations, but having these tools and ways to sort of do our own self-healing is just so incredibly important right now because I think a lot of us are feeling more and more stressed in the world, um, you know, as we know it. So it's important to have these self-care tools that are really easy and then just kind of knowing in your mind and your subconscious mind, I know how to deal with that. Like I have ways of letting go of that. I think it really makes people feel more secure in a way. Yeah, so it's an important area. Yes, okay, we have two more. After the upper core, we have the heart and the shoulders. Oh, yeah. So this one, you know, I feel like almost everyone can relate to this one because, you know, first of all, most people sit too much, right? Second of all, you know, this is like where everyone feels kind of those knots in the shoulder blades. So heart, shoulders, kind of postural in the upper chest area. Um, You know, I I always say like this is the heart chakra. This is the heart area where we want to live from our heart more and kind of feel more connected that we're all connected, right? So not be so living in down here is more living in competition. Living up here is more like when you do well, I do well. You know what I mean? More supportive, yes. more realizing like we're not alone and we're all in this together kind of thing. So, but this area to me also with the rounded shoulders that shows up, that just forces the head forward. That also makes the collapse in the diaphragm down into the organs, which then slows down di- digestion and metabolism and all of those things. So when you work with the fascia around the, the collarbones, the chest, the shoulders, the arms, and you start rolling the, the weight of the world off the shoulders, whether, whether it's from body work or a roller or ball, a ball or whatever you use, just getting that 
that stuff off of you. It's basically like holding on to like emotional baggage or like trauma that we've just had from our lives, from our experiences. But we can let go of that through movement. I call it movement medicine, but moving that energy through and then we will be able to activate and feel stronger when we let go of the heaviness of, you know, the, the actual tissue heaviness, but also the emotional baggage as well. And then we can live from our heart more and feel more connected. And it so is, it's all connected, you guys. And it, uh, one thing, like we have a kinetic chain, one thing affects everything. So the last thing that we have in the book, it, the power source is our, I, I believe you referenced it just as the head power source, correct? Yeah, it's like head, head neck, jaw, sort of this whole region here. And this is like the throat. A lot of times we swallow emotions in our throat and that gets, you know, um, stagnant and sluggish. And then, you know, we, we might be grinding our teeth because we're not speaking our truth. So it's an area, especially these days, so many people are very like wound up in their jaw. So even just like massaging your jaw with your fingers or pulling on your ears a little bit or massaging your scalp, phenomenal way to release some of that stress and tension, that heaviness too. And also when we feel that heaviness with the head forward, like hunching over our computers, then we end up you know, the back of the neck gets really tight, the front of the neck gets saggy, and then the jaw just sort of grips on like, like the pelvic floor subconsciously, it just starts gripping to hold your head up in gravity. So the more aligned we are, whether we're sitting, standing, walking, whatever, just feeling sort of that sense of fluidity and not that stagnant energy, then our jaw can start to soften. Like I have meditations, like visualizations that we do also that go along with the book that people can get on my website. So you have like a visualization for each area. So you can, again, start kind of visualizing it, understanding it anatomically, and then starting to get more in tune with these areas. Because once you do awaken these areas, there's a whole nother level of awareness and consciousness and connection that can take your whole body and your life to another level. That's pretty cool. It makes you feel so good. It's first of all, I have to say it, Lauren, every time I would work with her, like if my, <laughs> my jaw would be so tight and me, I would go like this. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I've been talking a lot on set. And she'd go, yeah, but what aren't you saying? And I was like, no. oh, don't do this. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> because she knows me well enough to know, like you're talking a lot, but there's things you aren't saying. And I want to say this too. So like the other day, because obviously we're all at home and, and for me, I have you know, I have a team of people that keep my body functioning at its optimum level. And I can't see any of you guys right now. And I was literally like laying in bed one night and I was like, oh, I so wish I could see Lauren right now. And then I was like, Autumn, don't be so dumb. Of course you can see Lauren. And like, I literally went on Instagram and it's, you know, the universe just gives you what you need. My jaw had been killing me. And it was literally like the video that was, it was like the most recent one that you were using your jade. Yeah. Uh, stones awesome. to massage. And I was like, Amazon order overnight. They showed up and I'm like, you know, using them on my face, releasing my jaw. And I obviously I have the foam roller from you and I have the spear. So I was like, Autumn, don't be lazy. You can see Lauren anytime you want. Just log on. And there she is. And she can help you. So You guys, you have the ability to work with somebody who's amazing, whether you live here in Los Angeles or not, or whether you, um, you know, we're all stuck at home or not. The book is called Power Source, but Lauren, tell them where else they can find you so that they can experience all of this amazing healing. Well, it's so funny because when we first started working together, I was just purely seeing clients. And then I kept thinking, I need to get this information to more people. And so now we've created this amazing online studio with like 
you know, so many hours of content all on the different tools and on the mat just to really, again, go into that yin energy. So it's called, it's just my name, laurenroxford.com slash studio. And people can sign up for the free seven day course and like explore. And I have custom calendars in there where people can like do a de-stressing one. They can do like a confidence boosting one. There's a metabolism boosting one, all as you know, all of those. So it's really great. It's a great resource for people right now. And I, I actually saw someone today post that they were doing both your programs and mine together. And that's the idea. That's yeah. the beauty. It's like, it's very complimentary to any other workout and it's really just going to help every workout feel more enhanced. And then my team and I actually, we designed this incredible program when this whole thing happened. We're calling it the immunity. We're calling it unity immunity boosting movement medicine course, which is a free course for anyone and everyone, a bunch of different sequences that will help kind of nourish your body and release stress and boost your immune system, which is cool. And that can also be found at the website? Yeah, on my website. It's just, again, my name, laurenroxbow.com slash unity, and it's really easy to find and, again, free. And you guys can also find her on Instagram. Same thing. I know it's at Lauren Roxborough. This has been so amazing. I so appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to join us and to give my followers here at the Let's Do Life podcast uh, a little bit better way, a little bit more information on how they can do life better in their body. Oh, it's my pleasure. I just want to say I'm so just proud of you and so excited for you. And I love your authenticity and just how you share so openly. And it's so beautiful. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. It's an honor. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. I hope I get to see you sooner than later in person. I would love that. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for sharing you guys. And we'll see you next time. Let's do life. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. 